Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride The major skill of coaching is having the ability to ask the right questions at the right time. I know most people think that coaching is about being able to give others advice, but real true coaching pulls out of a coachee or a client what is inside of them. And so it takes the skill of asking the right questions to pull out the blueprint that's already inside of a client. Now, one of the major questions that we ask in coaching um, is why? What is your why? What is your reason for doing what you do? Because when you find your why, you find an extremely huge amount of energy, of creativity, of whatever it is that you need to make it happen. And so we ask your why. Now, in coaching, one of the skills, the, the, the questioning skills is to ask one question at least five to seven times. Now, why do we do that? Why would we ask the same question five times? And the reason behind it is because when you start to answer the question the first time, you kind of get a surface answer. When you ask the question a second time, you get another answer, but it's not that deep yet. We ask it again the third time. And then you start to get in depth about why it is that you do what you do or you know what you want to do with your life. And so we ask the question why over and over and over until your answer touches you. And when your answer touches you, then we've gotten to a place that is so deep that you have the ability to engage others about the answer to that question. So if I'm saying, uh, why do you do what you do as far as your, your life's work? Why? Why is it that you pastor? Why is it that you started this company? What is the reason behind um, wanting to have a family? And when you get those questions asked over and over and over, that fifth answer and sometimes the seventh answer, oh my God, it begins to evoke tears, right? So we're talking about passionate queens today, being passionate about what it is that you do. Now, some of us have found our passion and some of us are still looking. And I wanna give you a few indicators um, as to what your passion actually is and what it looks like to be a passionate queen. As I thought about uh, this topic, I started to think about my my own life and I want to share something from my own life, but I also wanted to share something about my mom who was an apostle, a, a pastor, um, who, I mean, just for many, many years poured her entire heart into what she did. And I thought about how my mom was in the hospital for at least, like, I think it was about 30 days, maybe more than that, but uh, over a month, she was in the hospital. They were saying that she was going to die, like it was going to be the end for her. Doctors had given up on her. Um, 
And when she got released from the hospital, thank God, it took us, you know, times of prayer and and just really believing, like having faith that this was not going to take her out at that time. And when she got out of the hospital, right, she was not very, (laughs) she wasn't very strong at all. But one week after being in the hospital for all of that time, she was back at the same hospital on the same floor with me as I gave birth to my fourth daughter. Now, my mom, I mean, if you want to see extreme passion, (laughs) she was extremely passionate about her grandchildren. And I mean, she would go, she would go toe to toe with you over her grandchildren. She didn't play. And so she was right there in the hospital, you know, like being my midwife and in between while I was, you know, going through all of the labor pains and all of the stuff that I had to go through to have this baby. She was asleep because she was extremely weak. But listen, when it was time to push that baby out, I have no idea where my mom got the strength being that she had just like she had just gotten out of the hospital and it was actually against doctor's orders because they wanted her to stay there longer. But she left that place and a week later she was there standing with me, helping me give birth. Absolutely out of this world. Talk about passion. When, When you are passionate about something, you find strength from nowhere. Like, you know, the people around you, they may not be able to supply that strength, but when like you find it from nowhere and you get that strength, like you go to God, you go and you get what you need so that you can accomplish what it is that's on your heart to accomplish. Um, not long after that, she was back in her church standing before people with a mic in her hand. She could hardly stand on her high heels. Um, And anyone that knows my mom, my God, like she always had the most amazing shoes, heels all the time, right? And uh, again, another thing that she was extremely passionate about was her church congregation. And she was standing there, like we had to hold her up but she was standing there with a microphone in her hand telling about how God had rescued her life. So the things that you are passionate about, you find unbelievable strength for it. Other people look at you and they're just kind of like, where are you getting the strength to do what you do? They have no clue. They, they do not understand, like, where are you getting this strength from? Like, you can be going through anything. You could be in the middle of divorce. You could be in the middle of an illness. And it doesn't matter. That passion stirs in you. Now, I heard a story about Steve Jobs who was on a medical leave. And one month before Steve Jobs passed away, he was standing in front of a crowd of people. I believe it was uh, releasing the iPad 2, something like that. I I believe it was the, the second generation of iPad. One month before he died, he was standing in front of that crowd sharing about the iPad 2. He said he could not miss it. He didn't want to miss releasing this new product to the world. 
And so you find incredible strength when you are passionate about something. The things that we're passionate about, we wake up thinking about it. You wake up thinking about how, how can I do this? You, you go to bed at night, dream it. Like you start to have dreams about how this thing can be accomplished because it burns inside of you like a fire that you just can't put out. You can get distracted. Things are going on, but, but anytime you get a moment, that thing that you're passionate about, it is stirring inside. It is there. It will not be silent inside of you. Another way that you can tell that you are passionate about something is you want to engage in it for yourself but you also want to engage in your passion for the benefit of others. So one of the things that is like extreme in my heart is healing, like literally healing, whether it is physical healing, whether it is um, mental healing, and mental healing is, oh, it's on my mind all the time. And it is very strong for me when it comes to um, seeing women heal from relationships that don't do them well or uh, seeing people get healed from religious trauma. You'll hear me talk about (laughs) in the podcast all the time about trauma and how trauma affects us and how trauma can be trapped in the body and how we you know have a really hard time moving forward if we don't deal with our childhood traumas or uh, our our adulthood traumas some of the things that we have been through so you hear me talk about those things all the time why because healing is major for me it angers me When I see a woman being mistreated or I hear about a woman dealing with emotional abuse, which can be so covert, you know, you'll hear me talk about narcissism. Why? Because I am passionate about people being free from the things that hinder them from forward progress. So healing is a major major passion for me. Like when I am showering, it's on my mind. When I go to bed at night, I have to like work on shutting it off because I will talk about healing, um, people's traumas in, in television. If I'm sitting and I'm watching TV, oh my God, you want to talk about things that make me mad? It's when a woman is mistreated. It's when a woman is trying to fulfill her dreams or just trying to have a life and someone comes and hinders her and injures her. Talk about mad at a movie or a character in a movie. Oh my God. I'm like, silence this person. They need to be shot. (laughs) They need, you know, like literally it stirs a passionate anger in me because I am extremely passionate about seeing people healed, seeing women healed. That's major for me. When I am asked my why, um, why I do what I do, why do I do this podcast? Why do I sit with women who are leaders, who women who are in leadership? Why do I write the books that I write? Because I'm passionate about seeing people healed. I want to see 
women come out of everything that hinders them from moving forward. And so I find crazy, amazing strength to do that. There are days when I am in pain. I've, I've, I've been in pain myself going through my own life issues and my God, I'm still going to get on the microphone. I'm still going to post something that brings healing to others. So what do you find incredible strength for? What do you wake up thinking about? What do you go to bed thinking about? That, my friend, is your passion. Um, You want to engage in it for yourself. You want to engage in it for the benefit of others. Another thing that uh, you'll see that indicates your passion is you'll invest in it with no apologies. A couple of podcasts ago, you heard me talk about my partner and I and how when it comes to mental wellness, like we will go and dance on a pole so we can have enough money to take care of our <laughs> of our mental wellness. Now we, you know, we are um, a bit older now, so the pole thing is is preposterous. But literally, we would do what we need to do if if I have to sell the printer off of my desk so that I can afford my mental wellness <laughs> sessions. I will. Why? Because I understand that my mindset is mindset over everything. If my mindset is not well, right? Number one, well. And number two, moving forward. And that's that's huge for us because some of us have um, mindsets that we think is what the, the, the mindset is well, but it needs to also be moving forward. So if your mindset is not progressive, if it's not growing and changing and shifting and increasing, then it's deteriorating. So healing is not a destination. It is a journey that we all have to be on for the rest of our lives. It's the same with your physical body. If you do not take care of your physical body and cause your physical body to progress in healing, then it is deteriorating. And it's the same with your mind. And so I'm willing to do whatever I have to do because I'm passionate about mental wellness and how the heck can I coach anybody if I'm unwilling to be coached myself? And so when it comes to your passion, you'll invest in it without apologies. You'll invest in getting the skill on how to do what it is that you do. You'll invest in learning whatever you need to learn. Even if it makes you feel overwhelmed when you're passionate about it, you're going to do whatever you need to do so that you can get more of an understanding of that topic, of that subject. As I shared the things that I'm passionate about, I get angry about. So you'll get angry about it. Not only will you get angry um, about if someone, in my case, hurts a woman, like that really gets to me, right? Not only do I get angry about someone who hurts a woman or hinders a woman from forward progress, I also get angry when mental wellness is not provided to women in an in a way that is full of integrity, right? So I also get upset about the skill not being done well. Yeah? 
So you'll get upset when it's not done right. If you're a dentist (laughs) and dentistry is not being done right or it's not being done with the right motives, guess what? It's going to anger you if you're passionate about dentistry. If you're passionate about uh, church life and you see people that are not doing church well or taking care of their spiritual communities well, oh my God, it will drive you It will drive you nuts. That's another thing I'm extremely passionate about, healthy spiritual communities. And when I see spiritual communities that are not healthy, oh my God, I'll be talking about it for the rest of the day. Why? Because I'm passionate about it, right? You talk about your passion constantly. And when you talk about your passion, it becomes an adventure, for others. When you begin to talk about your passion, the vocabulary about it that opens up is a it's on a whole other level. And it takes other people on an adventure. When you start talking, people are on the edge of their seats. Why? Because it's your passion and passion is contagious, right? Your passion is a part of your identity is deep in you. Like you, as I said, you cannot get away from it. So it's a part of who you are. And for the rest of your days, it'll be there as a part of who you are. Finally, when you are passionate about something, you will constantly look for progress in this. You'll constantly be looking for ways to do it better. You'll be looking for the next goal, the next phase. What's the cutting edge of this thing that I am passionate about? Queen, listen, now some of us, you you know immediately when I start to talk about these things, you know immediately what this is pointing to, what this refers to in your life. But for some of us, I don't know my passion. I Listen, I've been working all of my days to just make money. Well, money cannot be your passion. You can enjoy making money. You can enjoy using your money, um, you know, to help other people. But unless money, right, it's, it's, it's being made to destroy a generational curse or I'm making money because I'm passionate about people living their dreams. That's an understanding, but just making money to make your ends meet, that's, that is a, a dead end passion. <laughs> what you do with your life, with your passion, it is there to benefit you, but it's also there to benefit others. So I want you to dig deep. Why do I do what I do? Why is it that I wake up every morning ready to do this? And when I go to bed at night, I can't wait to get up and do it again. And if you have lost your passion, I want you to just take some time to discover it again. Sometimes you just need some rest. Get some rest so that your passion can be stirred again, so that your passion can surface. There are days when maybe you need to get rest by just simply being silent, having a day where you turn off the music, you turn off all the podcasts and all the stuff that you listen to, and you just give yourself an hour. Wake up at 5 a.m. before everyone else gets up and take a moment and think, what is my why? Why do I do what I do? And am I living out 
my passion. Because when you live out your passion, you have longevity in it. You'll live longer just because you are doing what you were born to do. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you are going to enjoy your one-on-one session with me. Go to iqueenup.com, click on work with LaShawn, and let's get your journey moving forward. It drips constantly. Love cannot help but to drive fear from its roots in you. You are loved. Anybody's validation, you got your own.